0: Hey guys, welcome back to Check the Vending Machines, a weekly pop culture podcast on the internet where two best friends get together and talk about pop culture stuff. I'm Jason. That is Zach. What's going on, man?
1: Oh, you know, man, not too much. Just you know, a month and a half long of pop culture goodness to catch up on. That's what we're doing today. So
0: it's a month. We're doing a wrap-up episode this week, uh wrapping yeah. up the last few, like the last month, the month, bef- a little bit, of the month before that, mm-hmm. um, like you said, and. You say a month and a half, and I'm looking at my stuff, and I, I don't think I really checked out that many cool things.
1: Um, I think of the things I'm going to touch on, I've got like four or five big ones maybe. And then I think the problem also is that like with these wrap-up episodes – and like obviously we don't record it all the time. But like you know every week that we talk, I kind of also give you like a mini – wrap up of like one big thing that i was checking out usually most of the time that i'm like excited about so mm-hmm. then it gets to this episode i'm like okay well i guess i can just rehash that again real quick but. <laughs> yeah sure
0: well we're going to talk about the things of the month that we've checked out read watched played consumed in the world of pop culture um and chat about those things and we're going to start zach what is the first thing man that you want to talk about
1: Okay, well, the first thing is the most recent thing, so it's definitely the freshest off the plate. Uh, I went and watched this on Friday. Um, the new Dragon Ball movie, Oh yeah. Dragon Ball Superhero. I heard about uh, this. It's like the – I think it's like the first, like – it's not fully CG, but I would say it's like 80% CG Dragon Ball movie. Yeah. Um, I think overall – I liked it. Uh I don't think it's amazing, but I liked it. Uh The concept's interesting. I think the thing that I like the most about it is that if you like the side characters more than Goku and Vegeta, you're probably going to be happy with this movie. Because mm-hmm. I would say that this movie overall is a Piccolo movie, which yeah. I really liked a lot. It's super good. Like, he's basically the main character. He gets also – I guess a mild spoiler, but he actually gets like – kind of a power-up, which is kind of sick, that, like, okay, it's not just, like, some Super Saiyan fucking monkey bullshit. Like, there's actually, like, a legit other character that's also, like, kind of growing a little bit. Um, Gohan's also, like, part of the movie, too. Um, it basically is, like, the concept of, like, uh, the, red ridden, red, 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 ooh, the Red Ribbon Army from Dragon Ball, like, the son of the original boss or whatever, is, like, back and, like, trying to bring the Red Ribbon Army back. So he recruits like the grandson of Dr. Giro, cause he's apparently also a super genius. So he contracts him to make androids for Red Ribbon. Uh, but the kid loves, uh, superhero shit. So instead of like just doing like fucking androids, they like, he gives them like the personality that they're superheroes. So that's, uh, that's a fun little twist on it. Um, but, uh, I think overall, um, the CG is like, This is a problem I have, which is like, I feel like CG and anime can be done well. Like, I think the answer I always turn to is Lupin the third, the first, because that movie looks so fucking good and it's all completely CG, but I think it depends on like how you adapt the art style to, to CG. And I guess it also depends on like the actual CG artists you have as well, um, so I don't know if it's like that the CG artists are – Yeah, but Lupin the, like th- the Third
0: looks like a, like it's a Pixar movie.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing about it, which is like I think if you're going to try to do anime and CG, I think you have to go full-blown with it and be like, okay, this isn't going to look like
0: – A video game before. cutscene.
1: Yeah, like it's not going to look like uh, hand-drawn animation. It's going to look like Pixar or it's going to look like, yeah. like a video game. But it's going to look like that with some anime artistic design choices like still in there. Like I think there's a way you can do it with like melding like the anime art style with the CG and still make it work. Like I think Lupin does it really, really well. Um, This movie does not do it as well. I think the CG stands out a lot and I don't know if it's because the CG artists are mid or – dragon ball just like doesn't work as a cg anime but it just stood out to me a lot especially there are scenes where there is hand-drawn stuff and it just like and i was just like why can't you just do this like this just looks better Um, well
0: i'm gonna say that i saw the trailer for this a few months ago mm -hmm. and i thought that was a video game
1: yeah it looks like a video game for sure it looks Uh,
0: worse than the ps5 cutscene and it looks terrible
1: yeah, it looks like it looks like a PS3 it video. It looks like
0: game. it looks like shit. I mean like straight up it looks like garbage. And yeah. I, I and I'm not some Dragon Ball hater. I fucking I love Dragon Ball. <coughs> I love I love Dragon Ball and if yeah. I if I can calculate the amount like hours spent watching or obsessing over something, it would yeah. be Dragon Ball Z. I mean it was something where I would ask my dad every every month or something when I was a kid to like, buy, like to order me magazine style to yeah, like, old like Funimation shitty websites to order me like VHS tapes of like the kids tournament or something. Like, I, just, I was obsessed yeah. and I watched Dragon Ball Z out of order because there was no easy way to find yeah, the VHS no or DVD, ta- DVD you know, discs in order. No one ever had them in order. So I was, I would constantly get episodes at the cell socket, episodes at the fucking kids tournament, the episodes at Majin. Like I just, it was constantly bouncing around. No. So, and I obsessed over that shit, dude. And I remember when I was a kid, man, a buddy of mine, uh, had history of Trunks on DVD. Mm-hmm. And I never heard of it. I was like, what's this? He goes, this, dude, this is the fucking movie, dude. I'm like, what is this? What do you mean the <laughs> movie? This is, this is the, this guy, you know, the guy who the who killed. someone. I'm like, of course I got fucking, or the Go killed Freeza. I'm like, yeah, of course I know him. Of course. It's the Trunks, dude. What are you talking about this is his life. Yeah, dude. I was like, what do you mean his life, dude? This is his, this is how he, this is how he became who he was. I go, fuck, dude, give me that shit, bro. So I yep. borrowed it, man. And I was like, "This guy's a fucking
1: wimp, man." <laughs> but this <laughs> Gohan dude is sick, bro. Dude, Go- future Gohan is like probably my favorite character in fucking Dragon Ball Z. Future Gohan is such a badass.
0: Yeah. I was like, and then I realized like I had a tank top back when Dragon Ball Z had some like really weird off-brand merch. Oh yeah. I had a Gohan tank, like a Hell, yeah. not like a like a thick tank where I would like wear I would wear, wear it over a t-shirt. And it mm-hmm. was it was future going. I didn't, I didn't realize. I was like, this is so awesome. I have a picture of it actually. Um, yeah. and it was a school picture of mine. <laughs> it <was> just, <laughs> I took it as a school picture. Oh, I'll pull it up right now because it was a school fucking picture, of a dude. Um, oh, I'll ahead. show it to you because it's on the cam. It's fucking hilarious. Where am I at?
1: Favorite. Let me go my favorites. Where am I at? I'm in the middle of talking. Fucking school picture with fucking future go on.
0: Yeah, dude, hold on. Give me a second. I don't know this is interrupting the pot. I apologize.
1: No, you're good, man. I want to see this pink. Oh man, where is it at,
0: dude? I gotta find it. I, I just saw it recently too. I think I like had it on like Snapchat or something. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm gonna go to my old Snapchat. Okay, but pa. Where are we at? Where are we at?
1: here it is. Show it to me. Let me see it. Can you see it? Fuck dude. Hell yeah. That's good shit.
0: And my caption Oh yeah, with trunks in the background. Oh hell yeah. My caption is Picture day? Give me the Dragon Ball Z tank mom. <laughs> it's literally with the with the school background and I'm hell wearing yeah. the Dragon Ball Z future. Hey, you know, what, hell, you know yeah. it's bootleg because that's it's the inverse outfit of Gohan. It's not the right outfit. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know it's bootleg.
1: Yeah. But um, give me give me the fucking future future Gohan tag.
0: I I love that DVD, and that's still one of my favorite anime things of all time. Like when when Trunks goes Super Saiyan for the first time, they make that oh, shit dude. so good, and that's I'll go to the grave saying that's the best dub of all time, besides Full Metal Alchemist. That dub is uh, insane. Yeah,
1: I would agree. I mean, I just like Dragon Ball dub in general. It's like one of the few anime that uh-huh. I like the dub more than uh the sub. With I the just in- like.
0: With the American like the American music, the metal metal yeah, with the, like the, metal, boy, exactly. with the yeah. fucking and then you go from that movie to like cooler and that's the first time I hear the band Deftones and I love that band because of that yeah. song that movie. And then you get to like Bojack. Oh my god, dude, Bojack is yeah. so badass. So you have that one line in Bojack where uh Bojack's talking shit and and, and Gohan's like, Well you know some bitch I'm my father's son. Bah! Fucking hell yeah, dude. That's just brutal, dude. That shit's brutal. Oh, and yeah. then you cut... Man, I, lo- I love the Dragon Ball Z, man. I love oh, that yeah. shit. Right? And then I hear Supers coming out.
1: Yeah.
0: I look at the art style... Super the anime series? Super the anime. Oh, yeah. and I look at... The, I look at... Or even... Like the, maybe the, the movies came out first, right? Like Resurrection uh, and the Yeah, because
1: the movie... The, the Frieza movie came out first. And then Same. that, I think... That movie got popular and people were, and they were like, oh shit, people still like Dragon Ball. And they're yeah. like, all right, let's make a new Dragon Ball well, series. So
0: I saw I saw Super or the movie or whatever. I didn't watch mm-hmm. it. But I saw it come out mm-hmm. and I was immediately – immediately turned off.
1: Yeah, I don't like the art style. I don't know what it is Why? with Super. Why is Goku not yoked? Yeah, he looks the same. They're uh, skinny now. He looks the same. I think the biggest I mean, I think the biggest disappointment for me was Super and like with like future Dragon Ball in general, like post Cell Saga. Yeah, even in the Buu Saga, is that they turn Go or Gohan into a fucking bitch, dude. Yeah. And I love Gohan as a character. I think he's so fucking cool, but who who had they, the who especially had the worst? After like the Boo Saga, like He like marries Videl and he like becomes a dad. Yeah. And so he just doesn't do anything. And then so he does like stuff in this he's actually kind of a badass in this movie in the back half, which I liked, but I was like too little too late, dude. Who whose drop off was worse? Gohan or Future
0: Trunks? Because
1: I see I saw Future Trunks in Super and he looks like shit. Is Future Trunks in Oh yeah he is. He's in like the I haven't actually watched Dragon Ball Super i won't watch uh, it
0: either because the fucking
1: art well style i don't even know because it's not even because from what i understand it's like not even the same future trunks it's like from a different because they change the future so it's like a different timeline is and it why,
0: why bring him back then dude damn
1: dude i don't even know uh because no nothing will ever compare to fucking cell saga future Trunks, <laughs> dude that with the fucking jean purple jean jacket baby so i i was
0: ju- i was reading dragon ball z last night this is this is. This sounds like it's convenient, but I promise it's not. I was literally reading yeah. on the Shonen Jump app, um, mm-hmm. cause I want. I was gonna try and watch, um, this movie. Oh yeah. Um. So here's my. Here, look. I'll prove it to you. Oh yeah. Shonen Jump. Continue reading.
1: Chapter eighty seven. All right. Ball.
0: So I was reading Dragon Ball DBZ, mm-hmm. chapter one thirty six actually, cause that was that was chapter eighty seven of super. I just wanna see what it looked like. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm on chapter one thirty six of Dragon Ball Z. Basically, I'm just trying to get to the first arrival of Trunks. Because yeah. that shit... Woo! What, talk about... Talk dude, about he
1: fucking slices and dices, fucking frees Talk, oh, talk, shit, talk about... But,
0: Akira Toriyama, man. Just, like, fucking shitting on... the like, Creating the best anime debuts of all time.
1: Dude, he... I tell you what, dude. for Especially in Dragon Ball Z... I haven't watched Super, so I don't know if it maintains in Super, but like, yeah, like his character introductions for new characters in Dragon Ball Z is like so fucking good.
0: Also, for so long, Vegeta's a Vegeta's a punk for so long on the fucking manga.
1: Oh, he's Dragon so Ball Z, he's
0: yeah. so terrible.
1: Well, he's a he's a he's like kind of just a bitch until Cell Saga is really when he like stops, because all of Frieza is just like, I gotta get the Dragon Ball so I can wish to be super powerful. Yeah. Well, it's and like then Android in cell Saga. Saga, he's actually like, well, maybe if I train, I can actually yeah. be powerful instead of well, just. Well, it's like, tra- it's not even that.
0: It's Android Saga. He he's he's good yeah. in
1: Android Saga because
0: he shows up. Yeah, he's
1: good in Android. I guess I I always just wrap like Android and yeah, cell, cell together
0: because they're basically like the
1: same stuff. But, but... once
0: once uh, Trunks arrives, that's the death of uh, every other character.
1: <laughs> Dude, like, yeah, everybody else is like a bitch. If you're not, bitch, if you if you uh, can't
0: become Super Saiyan, you're
1: irrelevant. Yeah.
0: Tension, huh? You're dead, Yamcha. Yeah. No point.
1: Um, yeah, it's basically yeah, it's the end of like yeah, Yamcha. Tien... like basically uh, every other character that's not a Saiyan, and I guess Piccolo is like the only other one that like kind of matters a little bit. And even but,
0: then, it's purely just because he's Gohan's daddy.
1: But other than yeah. that, he's irrelevant.
0: Which I heard, I saw in this movie review of this movie that that's the big part of the movie is Gohan and and. Piccolo's relationship
1: yeah it's it's the big part of the movie is yeah it's touching on like their relationship a lot and like and like it's a repeating cycle for Piccolo which I guess is just like part of the thing which is like he was like Gohan's adopted daddy and now it's like in the beginning of superhero he's like the fucking pseudo dad for uh Gohan and Videl's kid because Gohan's like doing like I don't know some bitch boy shit he's like researching something like that he's like I don't know I just hate what they did to Gohan they like Especially for, like, uh, a story like Dragon Ball Z. Like, I feel like that character would be fine anywhere else, but, like, the fucking Dragon Ball – like, it's fucking battle manga. And they're like, yeah. all right, we're going to take the guy who's supposed to be, like, the hope for the future. We're going to make him not fight, and we're going to make him only do, like, You mean, such, the, you mean uh, the character? And we're also still going to make him as bad as his dad by ignoring his fucking family.
0: You mean the character who's cl- clearly supposed to be the main character until the audience reacted better to Goku?
1: Yeah, clearly he was supposed to be – he was – go Dragon Ball Super was supposed to be Gohan's story until everybody was like, where's Goku? Well,
0: no, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z is clearly about Gohan's yeah, life.
1: Did I not say that? Yeah, I meant Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Dragon
0: Ball Z is clearly about Gohan's life and Dragon Ball is about Goku's life. And yeah. then clearly it was supposed to be about him until people were like, yeah, we don't like it. Like until they
1: killed bad. Goku in like the first like battle with Raditz and they were like, oh, we don't like – we don't want that. Fucking bring Goku back.
0: Yeah, I mean I um I I I really enjoy
1: Great Sandman. I I I, I like interesting bit to do like to use his fighting powers like in the real world into like trying to have like a normal life. Like I get it. Like I get that like trying to have a normal life like clearly fucking Chi-Chi like fucking beat him over the head that like he shouldn't be like Unga Bunga man like his dad, but well there's something too about like
0: in that in that arc and the Majin Buu, um, whatever that first arc mm-hmm. is called. Uh, I can't remember yeah. what it's called. Two, evil, evil Buu arc or whatever the fuck
1: it's called. Yeah. It's probably um, like Dee or something. I don't whenever know. Whenever that
0: arc starts and Vegeta's like talking mad trash, like you didn't train, blah, blah, blah. They're, yeah. They're doing the fight with like Deborah and stuff. Mm-hmm. You would think that after that whole thing happened, Gohan would have been like, yeah, I should probably at least maintain quality. Because that was the whole point that, of the fight. That's
1: the thing. That happens in this movie too, where Piccolo's like you haven't been fucking training. do we do it twice in a row, dude. And Gohan's like, "Well, do you really think some of the world-ending thing is going to happen?" I was like, "It happens every you, time. Live your own fucking life, dude. Like like shit happens to you all the fucking time." Literally when you're
0: UK, you're you're the strongest when you're 12 or some shit. Yeah. You fight and you're like 16, 17 yeah. and you and they say in the dub, I don't know what how it is in the manga or the in, the in the in the original sub, but like they say in the dub like if I remember correctly this is years ago now. Where yeah. Vegeta would be like if you kept training, you, you would be ten times stronger.
1: That's what Piccolo says. Piccolo says that – and he says it again in this movie too, which is like if Gohan has the potential to be the strongest warrior on planet Earth or some shit. And you're just like down the fucking tube, the drain. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I don't want to do so that. And I, I like, saw okay, that this movie – Your family's is going
0: to fucking die if you don't do this. I saw that this movie was about that and I immediately yeah. went, I'm not watching watch this shit. I don't give a fuck about that story. Don't want either.
1: the same old song and dance. Again, it's same,
0: yeah. It's boring. Why? So the, the next movie he can go back to wearing his fucking glasses and being lame. I also yeah. saw that in Super. In the actual Super show, I saw a scene where I was like, Gohan like revives the ultimate Gohan, the fight in the tournament, or whatever. I, I don't know what yeah. the context is, but I saw it on YouTube and I was like, Yeah,
1: it's like the tournament. It's like the Dragon Ball does like multiverse shit. Right. so there's like a multiverse Did tournament. Should tell me that
0: Gohan does this shit
1: fucking three times? Fuck you, yeah. dude.
0: Fuck you. I'm not watching. It's this just constant.
1: He's just like, all right, I want Gohan to like not be a character, and then we can bring him back to bring back Ultimate Gohan, and then he can immediately get shit on again. Because if
0: I'm if I'm Gohan, after the tournament arc, when I'm 16, I realize that. My my future yeah. girlfriend wife could get killed and my brother could get killed and
1: That's the other thing too, yeah. His like he has a family and he even with a family, he's not like, Oh, you know what? I should do something to like protect myself. Especially when he know like, what's out there.
0: He becomes like Mystic Gohan or whatever, ultimate Gohan and he fights Super Superboot yeah. and still loses. Yeah, maybe maybe it's time to continue. Well, I to like trade.
1: that I like that bit with him. because uh, it I think I I don't remember when I, but I watched a video about it. And I think him and Trunks had the same thing, which is like, uh, They got to a point where like – or maybe it was him and Vegeta that had the same thing. But they got to a point where they were facing off. I think for Vegeta, it was when he was facing off against like Cell. And then for Gohan, it was when he was facing off against like Super Buu. But it got to a point where they were like clearly more powerful than – like that – their enemy at the time. And they could have easily defeated them. But instead, they like let them get more powerful and then they got shit on. And it's like what – because well, Vegeta, v- I think it was he did it on purpose. Cell though. was in like, uh, Cell had like absorbed 17, I think. Yes, he, was, he did it on and purpose. And he was though. like, and Vegeta could still like beat the shit out of him. And he was yes. like, you know what? I want to see perfect Cell yes. go absorb 18, and then immediately get yeah. shadowed.
0: Yes. So Vegeta, I understand because it's a character flaw because he wants yeah. to be the strongest. So I understand yeah. that. That's fine. And he also, he does it one time. Uh, did he do it? Again, he, do yeah. he doesn't do it again. He doesn't. He doesn't do it with Frieza. He, I don't know. I don't know just, Boo enough. He doesn't do it with Boo. Well, Boo,
1: well Frieza was first. Remember, Frieza. He, he just knew Frieza was more powerful. Yeah, player.
0: but he doesn't do it with Boo because he he because he lets himself control <clears throat> to get the margin power. But he doesn't like. Remember, he tries to kill himself to kill yeah. evil Boo or whatever the fuck it's called, and it doesn't work out. So like, yeah. he does it one time with Cell, and then he learns his lesson. Yeah. But why is Goku dead in the Cell Saga?
1: Uh, which is Gohan
0: fucks around. Oh, yeah. Goku's like, Gohan, finish this. And Gohan's messing around trying to be fucking badass. And yeah. And Go- th- Gohan's whole exposition Oh, yeah, is that, that's when
1: he ex- explodes and, yeah, Goku has to... Right? Transmit.
0: So at, yeah. f- at fucking 14, Gohan learns to... If I didn't fuck around, my dad would be alive. Yeah. Right? What and ha- then he still
1: fucks around with fucking... And dude. then he fucks around with... It's like, yo. Yeah.
0: What are we doing? We're just going to make the worst character of all time.
1: Yeah. The, potent- the character had the potential to do so. It especially makes me mad because like going back to where we started, if you look at future Gohan, future Gohan is a badass and is not that kind of person where he's like fucking all up his own ass with his own power. Yeah. Like he knows his limitation. He's like, this shit's dangerous, but I got to do this fucking shit. Like future Gohan is such a good fucking character. It Cause, makes me so mad what they did with Because like, like his family's Gohan. dead. That's why. Yeah, he's lost everything except for Trunks.
0: And I want to, I want to wrap. I want to move on from Dragon Ball in a second. Um, mm-hmm. And I do want to, I do want you to give your final thoughts on that movie. But I do want to say too, yeah. Honestly, the best character in Dragon Ball Z is is Future Trunks, and yeah, um, he had the best story. Like, he has the best story in, in probably manga in my I opinion. I would
1: say Dra- in Dragon Ball Z he has the best. I don't know his full story in Dragon Ball Super. But I don't. I don't, I also I don't, don't count like that. In Dragon Ball Super. I don't. They count changed super. his hair from the purple hair. They yeah. gave him the fucking. Like I get it. Like you want to be like, oh, he's Bulma's kid, so they gave him blue hair. But I don't. I don't consider. purple hair is fucking iconic, dude. I don't care
0: if Akira Toriyama wrote that stuff. He didn't draw it. I don't consider yeah. Super part of the continuity. Just mm-hmm. like. People say that GT doesn't count. I count GT. I watched GT as a kid. GT counts. GT is real. Super is not real. That's bullshit. <laughs> G-
1: the Sup- exact opposite of almost everybody yeah, in the fucking the, Dragon Ball community. Well, the exact
0: opposite of what Kira Toriyama says. I don't give a yeah. fuck, dude. Dragon Ball Super is the goddamn Force Awakens of Dragon Ball. I don't give a fuck. GT yeah. is the right one. Goku becomes a kid again. They travel the planets with Pan. It's fine. Yeah. It's badass. Harry monkey, Super Saiyan 4. Yeah. But... Trunks' story is so cool, and the fact that we get the three-piece arc of him coming back, being super strong, and then being like, this guy was strong to you guys? Y'all are fucking weak, dude. Y'all don't even fucking know what's going to happen. Comes back, holy, these are different androids, holy shit. And then he goes, you know what? I'm not strong enough to fight Cell. I can't figure it out yet. Right?
1: I can hyperbolic time change.
0: I'm almost there. If I can only figure out how to condense this power... Into the proper form. But Gohan mm. did it. Uh-oh. Holy shit. Uh-oh. Now I'm dead. My dad freaked out about me. Time to go back to the future and save my time. And we get the best epilogue of all time. Yeah. Gohan hunting down. That could, be, that could have been 50 chapters of that shit. I would I would have read that. The fact that it was only like 10 minutes of time makes me so mad. Because it could have been like a whole... It could have been a goddamn... Uh, literally a 100, 100 chapter arc of like Gohan or Trunks like... Hunting down Cell and Android seventeen, eighteen in the future, and like yeah. just beating them down. I would have fucking loved that shit, dude. Like when he no. fucking he like blows up fucking seventeen and he, oh my
1: god, dude,
0: so good. All right, that's all I want to say.
1: Yeah. Um, final thoughts on the movie. I mean, I think it's. I think the story is enjoyable. Uh, the art style's uh, problematic. Uh for the most part. I mean I think it's one of those things also like when I first started watching it, I was like, uh, and then you know, an hour into the movie, I kind of just got used to it at a certain point, and I was just like, alright, well, this is just what it is. Uh six out of ten. Arguably the best show around. The table has been set. Now let us begin. The daily battles the the planet! I can't. I can't.
0: Ah, the mighty heroes time we show them who they're dealing with,
1: super villains. You won't here and now. The most powerful warriors in the universe. And one thing I say, and always keep, is strong Our longest series ever. What else can we say? I saw Elvis. Okay. A lower re- wow okay yeah. i actually kind of wanted to see that
0: that looked interesting all right so i i saw elvis i watched it on home release okay um and i for preface i'm a big elvis fan
1: yeah elvis is dope man
0: big elvis fan um not movies i'm a big fan of elvis in jumpsuit era elvis is my hmm. favorite basically like more modern rock and roll elvis big right. fan of elvis of that era uh live from hawaii is my one of my favorites uh obviously the comeback special is great but i'm a big fan of elvis I got Mm. into Elvis through Danzig, which is from the Misfits, because he loves he he basically is punk rock Elvis, and uh, that's how I got (laughs) into Elvis because of Danzig. So I watched this movie knowing full well that I was going to not enjoy it because I think the guy who plays Elvis looks like a fucking dumbass kind of guy, and his voice is terrible. Not the Mm. singing voice, but his his talking Elvis voice is is so, Mm. so it's so amped up for no reason. How was it to see Tom Hanks in a fat suit? It was fine, yeah. but the movie is not about Elvis. It's not. It's about. Is it about, it about Tom Hanks? It's about Tom Parker. Yeah, it's about him. Jesus Christ. He's the narrator of the movie through everything. You barely, really, don't even. It's so. It's also so fast. The pacing is so terrible. It mm. like flashes through the early parts of Elvis's career so quickly. And it's almost like jumbled because you don't really get to hear it from Elvis because he's not really, he's not the narrator. It's Tom Hanks' character. So it's, it's so, oh, such a, I think, a bad choice of how to do the movie. It should, yeah. in my opinion, I, it, obviously it's obviously Basil Irwin, so I didn't expect it to, be, it to be like a fucking deep movie. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but it, it, if it was something like a three hour biopic.
1: Yeah.
0: Like not musical biopic but movie a movie that has music in it because it has to. More
1: like Johnny Cash with – I haven't Joaquin seen F- it. I haven't seen uh, it. I, I really like Walk the Line. I think it's a really, really solid movie. So like – And that is one where it's like that is told through Johnny Cash's perspective. Yeah. Like John – Joaquin Phoenix is the narrator. Like it's all from his perspective of what's going on. It, it should have been – I
0: mean obviously I understand what it's supposed to be. But it, it – I wasn't impressed with it. Um, visually or storytelling-wise, narratively, two out of five. I thought it was bad, really bad. When it ended, I was like, this is... Just because you can recreate shots of Elvis live doesn't mean shit to me. If you can't tell the proper story
1: uh, or tell that story. I mean, that's part of... I mean, I guess I can't say that because that's always been a thing. But, yeah, like the flashover substance is like – It's so bad. It doesn't do it for me. It's so bad.
0: I, I was such a, such a letdown. Yeah. Um, but what wasn't a letdown – mm. To piggyback it real quick because since I have so, – the Elvis was just a short uh, review. Yeah. What wasn't a letdown – Tell me. Uh, I watched this last night. Or, oh. No, two nights ago. Friday night. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog 2.
1: Denita Stokes, president of HAG. It's bad enough that Sega Genesis has the most 16-bit games, but this new Sonic the Hedgehog... Oh,
0: he really dusts my doilies! They say he's incredibly fast. Well, what's the hurry, mister? Hmm? And about his attitude. Smarty pants! Why can't it be more like that
1: nice boy Mario? Woo! Little brat!
0: Now, get Sonic free when you buy a Sega Genesis system at its new price of $149.99.
1: I still haven't even watched the first one. Yo, Hedgehog.
0: Sonic the Hedgehog* two was such a goddamn good time.
1: You liked it, It was so times?
0: fun? Yeah, it was great. It was such yeah. a
1: fun movie. Do you like it? Because I haven't watched either one of them. I've heard two was pretty good. Um, do you like uh, it more than one? Um,
0: yes. Interesting. Okay. Because two is two is less humans.
1: Yeah, I figured it probably would be because it's got tails and knuckles, so I figured yeah. even more about them actually. Yeah, I mean, they're both. I like one too. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like
0: James Marsden though a lot. And, um, yeah, it, they're both really good, and two is really fun. And like two, I feel like has more of the vibe of of the game. Mm. Not exactly, because it's there. It's very still not very much at all. Mm-hmm. But they're they're, they're they they could see them heading in that direction. Mm. i mean we get we get the biggest thing in the world i knew it was gonna happen we got mm. knuckles. when knuckles was announced i go oh, okay i know what we're gonna get in this movie and we got it
1: what did we get supersonic baby shit dude they did the chaos emeralds
0: they got super, we got supersonic dude
1: We got fucking gold ass sonic fucking flying around yeah, doing all yes. dumb
0: shit yes dude yeah
1: <laughs> they, they did it in a super.
0: This is also a spoiler. Sorry for Sonic too. It's been out for a while. Super, is, a super is anime style too. Spoiler. It's like Sonic and his adopted parents, which is like James Marsden's character. I can't remember his wife's name,
1: mm. but they're
0: there on a on a bridge. They're gonna get stomped by a big giant ro- uh, Eggman robot, and Eggman is yeah. gonna smash them with, with like a foot. But uh-huh. the, the emeralds are there, and they and they and they, they 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 get like it spin around. Yep, yeah. and they get in Sonic, and then the foot smashes, and then you see Super Sonic holding the foot up. Like, dude, that I is, I fucking
1: knew bug. it, dude. I fucking knew it. So here's the real question, then. Yeah. Because you already got Supersonic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Are they gonna f- go? Chaos Control. Full sexy time, and give us Rouge the Bat in the third movie. So in the in this movie, we just seen where
0: uh, Knuckles is. They're flying off a cliff, and mm-hmm. Knuckles has to climb a wall. And I was like, Oh hell yeah! Dude, we're digging. digging, we're, we're, fucking digging fucking we're digging, we're digging for thing. emeralds. digging We're digging, dude. Um. I don't know, man, but if they if the next movie happens, we're gonna get
1: Amy for sure. Oh yeah, Amy's definitely gonna show up with her fucking ginormous fucking hammer. I was almost expecting like, like Eggman to like smash
0: Sonic, and and then all all of a sudden we hear is like the
1: Chaos Control,
0: and then like the <laughs> Chaos freeze, freeze time or something. Dude,
1: if fucking Shadow showed up! Holy fuck, I'd be fucking but I, down. But I want it
0: to be Shadow from the game his game i wanted to
1: be shadowed from the game
0: yeah i want it to be shadowed from his
1: game where he he rolls in oh hell guns. yeah dude with the fucking machine guns, <laughs> machine and fucking, guns. <laughs> he fucking shows up he fucking does the akira thing yeah. on his bike and he pulls out a fucking rocket launcher fucking hell yeah <laughs>
0: that's what i want but <laughs> uh, i enjoyed it i mean i i like ben schwartz a lot and, and yourself was and Tales was good it was, it was a fun yeah. movie i mean it's a kid's movie
1: and so As long as we just don't get to Silver. I just don't care about silver at all. So if we can just stay in like Shadow the Hedgehog realm, I'd be fine yeah, with that. Yeah, Sonic 3 trailer opens up and it's like it's
0: purely Sonic World and they're like, guys, yeah. to save the the Master Emerald and the Chaos, whatever, mm-hmm. we have to do a three on three racing tournament. <laughs> and we have to grind on rails.
1: Hell yeah. Dude, honestly, okay. So this is like a guilty pleasure of me, but I fucking love this game. If they went, I don't even remember what it's called, uh, but the Sonic game where they're like on fucking like hoverboards, mm, if they did know. that. They're like, we have to fucking go downhill racing, bitch, and then they fucking like pull out hoverboards. Well, in this movie Sonic, this snowboard.
0: The what? He does snowboard in this movie.
1: He does. Ooh, yeah. that's close. It's getting there. There's a really good scene in this movie where um that's sonic adventure too though isn't it kind of yeah adventure he has too. like a snowboard in that movie but he's also like snowboarding in the middle of fucking like los angeles style style city where there's just yeah hills that concrete, keep going yeah. Fucking down yeah there's a
0: good scene in this movie where um james mars and his character and his wife are at a wedding in hawaii for his wife's sister who we mm-hmm. see in the first movie
1: yeah
0: and his wife's sister is marrying shamar moore from criminal alliance who is <laughs> really that's he, funny. who's he's good in everything he's in he's just yeah. he's so hot that's but, funny that he shows up. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but like, so, uh, so, at the beginning of the movie, Sonic gave them, he, they, in this movie, they can use rings to teleport through places, right? Okay. So he uses he, Sonic uses one of his rings to to, to to avoid using a plane, just walk through the portal you're in Hawaii. And he hands hmm. them a ring, but, hey, use this ring when you guys are ready to come back, just throw it, whatever. Um, hmm. Sonic is surfing, or snowboarding, there's an avalanche happening, and his tail hmm. is like knocked out. So he calls James Marsden at the wedding like four times, and his phone keeps ringing in the middle of the middle of the big service. And James Marsden's like, "Dude, what's going on?" And so I'm like, "Life or death. Throw the ring right now." So he throws the ring, and the ring just hits the ground because nothing's happening. And then he realizes that earlier in the movie, he he touched the rings that the, that the ring bearer had, and they're both gold rings. And he uh, he accidentally put the gold ring on the um on the ring bearer. Uh, pillow oh. so shamar moore is trying to put on the gold ring onto the his wife's finger
1: so <laughs> oh, and
0: james so marston like, no! runs <laughs> up this hey I, I need to see the ring i need to see the ring real quick and they're like no keep no 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 and they keep fighting over the ring um so finally he punches shamar moore in the face grabs the ring throws it and then it immediately opens up to an avalanche of sonic like snowboarding t- towards them and i was like oh shit and they get out of the way and all the snow flies through and it's it's fun. a really like fun sonic-y thing um it's a fun time you know it's a good it's a good time and
1: um here's the real question though yeah did they play no they didn't play it
0: Escape from the city they didn't they
1: then, not that fucked i realized
0: up. i didn't fucked up. i didn't catch it they could
1: have i think maybe i missed it um they didn't you didn't suddenly hear running and no, running the the speed, speed of sound. You know no, I didn't hear it, though. No. Oh my god, that's fuck-up. That's a huge fuck-up. Yeah. You gotta, gotta bring back Sonic Adventure 2 music, dude. I would agree. That, that soundtrack is fucking goaded. That is such a good soundtrack for a game. Next up is a brand new game from one of our most successful studios within the Sony Computer Entertainment Worldwide Studios group. And this is a developer who, since their first game back in 1996 has shipped over 40 million units of software for the various PlayStation platforms. I'm going to let the video speak for itself. For some reason, I don't know why, but I had the, like, urge to play this, and I didn't play too much because I think I told you that my PS5 fucking busted. Yeah. Um, so, and it still hasn't come back yet, uh, so I haven't had the opportunity to play too much. But I did play this before my PS5 decided to shit the can. Um. I went back and replayed Uncharted One, oh. Drake's Fortune, uh, the remastered. I just wanted to see because I, you know, I haven't played Uncharted Four since I don't know, probably pretty close after that came out. When it, it came out, like twenty six? What? When did Uncharted Four come out? I couldn't tell it was you. Like 2014, 2015, something like that, I think something like that i don't know i played it pretty soon after it came out but that was really the last time i touched an uncharted game and uh i love those games those games are super fun and it'd been a while and i was like i wonder if uncharted 1 still holds up uh long and short it does not uh (laughs) gameplay is like i mean the the basics of the uncharted formula is there but from what i remember of like three and four uh It's just not as good. And there's also a couple of levels. Like there was this one where you have to like go around on a jet ski and like shoot at shit. And it's just like – does not control well. Like the jet ski is like – it's too fast and it's too hard to turn. So you basically have to like stop whatever you're doing to like shoot at enemies. Uh, And they also can like kill you pretty – like I get what they're trying to go for which they do better in other games where they're trying to do like the action set piece where you're like riding around the jet ski and like shooting at people. But like, there's just too much stuff. Like there's, there's enemies around you that are shooting at you. There's like bloating, exploding barrels in the water. that like, if you touch one, it's fucking game over. So you basically have to like scoot around and like constantly, like just stop, turn, scoot, stop, turn. It was like not an enjoyable gameplay loop uh, for that bit. Um, and the story is also not that good. Like I don't even I barely remembered what happened in this game. Um I just remembered that there were zombies at some point. <laughs> at the very end, yeah. Yeah, they show up at the very end. Uh which is like it's a cool scene where you like first see them because you're like going through like one of the old it's like a shipyard thing almost from like the Nazi era when they like overtook this island and were trying to find the uh El Dorado statue. I also find it weird in this game. As compared to other games where like the cities are like actual cities and whatnot, like they're actual destinations that you go to. Like you have like Shambhala, and then you have I don't even remember what it was in the third movie. Or in the third game. Um I don't know. It was some gin place. I don't even yeah, what they call yeah, it. Yeah. And then and then the fourth one is the the fucking pirate city. Um but in this one they're like El Dorado's not a place. El Dorado's just a statue. And like I wish they would have actually done, like, an El Dorado. Like, I feel like you could have done something really cool with that, other than, like, oh, it's a statue that turns people into zombies. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, um, I think overall, there's definitely some, like, stuff to enjoy in this. Like, the overall, like, gunplay game loop with in the first one is, like, still fun, even though it's not as good. Um, but I'm definitely excited to get my PS5 back to actually get to – Uncharted 2 and 3. I definitely want to get back into those now that I've done these. Um, Yeah, so that was Uncharted, Drake's Fortune. I'd probably give it a 2 out of (laughs) 5.
0: I I liked it. I played it uh, years after it came out. I thought it was was fine. I I I think uh, 2 is so much better.
1: Yeah, I think that's the problem with it is that, like, I think it's fine in a vacuum, but especially when you have, like, 2 and 4 – Like, 4 is such a fucking good game that, like, Mm -hmm. anything else compared to 4, like, I think 2 is the only one that, like, kind of even touches close to 4. But 4 is still just so fucking good. Like, everything about that. Like, the gameplay loop is a lot more enjoyable. Uh, The story is so fucking good. Um, And and getting to this one is, like, I think the best part about the first game is that you really get the start of Drake and Elena. And, like, their relationship is so fun. Um, I'd forgotten how much Elena was actually in this game, which was, oh, yeah. in, and how little Sully was in it too, because yeah. I think that was a bit too, is like, you get, I think there's like a couple of missions at the beginning and then Sully bas- basically disappears, uh, until like the last, like fourth of the game. And then you really don't pair up with them again, either. It's really like you mostly pairing up with Elena or you're by yourself for most of the game. Um, and I really do like their dynamic a lot. Even in this first game, I think it really, really uh, shines through. So, yeah. but Chloe, nice. though, man, oh, I can't wait to get to Chloe in game <laughs> two, man. That cool city sequence in two is awesome. Oh yeah, you like, you're, like r- yeah. running around the yeah. city and stuff. When, yeah, when you're running through, yeah, it's cause, Yeah, there's like the civil war happening or something yeah. like that. And then there's, I think there's a tank or something at some yeah, point. Yeah, something like they that. Escape them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah, oh, so good. But yeah, so I want to get to those, but uh, just to start off, I played the first one. So. Nice, dude. So this is like a monthly thing for us now that, now that I'm back into this. I think we talked about it a little bit, but I did finish Dresden book – is that eight? Okay. I think it's eight. Proven guilty? Yes. Um, I think so. We talked about it a little bit when I finished it, I think. I think this was like – Up there with one of my favorite books that he's done so far. Yeah. Like, the concept is cool. Like, the fear monsters and, like, doing monster movie stuff uh, is really interesting and fun. Um, Getting a deeper uh, backdrop into, like, different white court vampires and, like, the other factions with that. With, like, the fear vampires. And you've got, you know, obviously sexy vampires. Yeah. And then you've also got uh which gets into i guess what i'm reading right now even though i think i'm only like a third of the way through it uh which is book nine which is now we've got also like despair vampires which sounds super fucking depressing yeah um but um but yeah book eight was it was just so much fun i also really really do like the dynamic between uh carpenters kid molly and dresden a lot like i like the sort of uh Uh, student mentor thing that they've got going on. Obviously you see a lot more of it in the book I'm reading right now because he's actually full on training her, but um, I really like that a lot. I like more of him and Murphy together. Uh, I think we talked about this the last time I talked about it, which was that uh, it just feels like for after like this first or second book, it just felt like Murphy kind of like got sidelined for a bit. And I think this is the first book where she was really like, brought back as like a full-on partner like all right i'm here for the whole book and like we're gonna do this case together um and it feels like book nine is gonna be similar to that as well which i'm interested in because yeah and it it really hasn't it's weird that like yeah the first and second book kind of build him as like the wizard detective and then Mm -hmm. after book two for the next like six books, he doesn't really do that. Yeah. Uh until this book. And now it's finally like, all right, now I'm like wizarding, detecting, and I'm like doing that shit again. Um it's also the first book where you really see him like dive into like being a warden and what that means for him going forward, like as a wizard and like how he kind of goes about that. Cause clearly his thoughts on like uh hold upholding the laws of magic are a little bit different from like the main console specifically because he was targeted as like one of those kids that was like tainted by black magic so seeing like his sympathies for different characters and obviously that feeds into like him taking on molly as a student as well um but yeah it's super great and then it was also i think i don't think we talked about the last time i was talking about this book but i didn't realize I mean, I guess Michael really isn't a big part of this book overall, but the Carpenter family is. Um, And so seeing more stuff with – I don't remember his wife's name, but uh, Michael's Um, wife, too. Charity. Charity. Uh, And getting her fucking bombshell of like, oh, yeah, I used to be fucking magically inclined. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. So now it makes a little bit more sense of why you hate marriage so much because it reminds you of your past where you were – you know, kind of fallen prey to that shit. So, yeah. It makes more sense. It also makes more sense of why she was so against Harry. With her daughter at the beginning of the book. Yeah. And then it gets to that point. And it's like, okay, I get where you're coming from. Clearly, it's like, it's that character trope where, like, you have the right intentions, but you're clearly going about it the wrong way. Yeah, you're overbearing and shit. Yeah, like overbearing and, like, yelling at your daughter and, like, trying to, like, uh, scare her away from this path especially for like a rebellious team is us obviously going to make her move towards that more yeah um but how, I
0: got, how good is the like i told you i kept telling you when you when you were reading it like mm-hmm. that that final scene is so good
1: oh dude yeah the confrontation with the council is yeah so, so good. Fucking good so like,
0: good and, and
1: i like also as well and i think this is something that butcher does well which is like Harry clearly has a plan, but you don't know the full scope of his plan until it's actually like unveiled before you. Like clearly the stuff where you've got Ebenezer showing back up. Uh, and then that brings Michael back into the fold and you also get the hints of, um, I think that was the biggest thing too, which is, I think, I don't think it's Michael's sword. I think it's the one that Harry's in possession of, but basically he like implies that one of them is fucking Excalibur. Yeah. Um, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was Michael's sword actually, but
0: um, well, they're like um, the sequence is always like it always impressed me because like Michael doesn't know that Molly's there. Yeah, and then he finds out, and then Harry's like, she's the daughter of a knight of the cross, and then the, yeah. the and then Merlin's like, of
1: which which sword? Yeah, and then he says the sword name. Yeah, it's like is it is it Amoracis or something? I think it's yeah, I think it's like Amaracus, or amoricus or something like that and then, and
0: then he like merlin's like
1: oh okay <laughs> he's like oh
0: like show me and then like he's like, whenever it's like proof that it's yeah. like yeah this is legit um yeah
1: this is legit excalibur so fucking watch your tone merlin <laughs> yeah so good
0: and um you learn very quickly that like throughout i mean everyone does mm-hmm. carpenter you know he's yeah. very clear um I love that book. I love when that book ends, and like I've said before a thousand times, that book is what really sets Harry's life um, down the drain.
1: <laughs> down the drain. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, his life—it gets worse for Harry. Okay. Um, it's interesting because I feel like, and maybe that's just not in the book that I'm currently on. It doesn't feel like his life is like that bad yet in book no. nine. Actually, I feel like from what Butcher's shown so far him taking on Molly has, like, actually improved his life. Sure. Somewhat. Which is that he's really, like, and I like that Butcher's done this, he, like, uses Molly as a means to, like, basically give Harry his power up. Because as teaching her, like, the basics of magic, he's, like, relearning it himself, and he's realizing that, like, there's stuff that he can do, and he's actually, like, taking the time to, like, study and learn, instead of, like, being, like, the teenager, where it's, like, kind of, like, in one ear and out the other, except for, like, the cool shit. He's actually, like, Doing stuff – like I think the biggest thing for me, which I liked a lot in book nine where I've gotten to so far, and I'm surprised it took Harry this long to like think of this. But he comes up with his new shield bracelet. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, So yeah, clearly you should have done this in like book five. You're like, oh, this doesn't – there's obviously clearly more dangers that I need to protect myself from than just magic. And so then he comes into book nine and he's like, yeah, this shield bracelet – This new one basically protects me from like fucking anything, especially heat, so I don't have another hand that fucking burns off. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I like that bit a lot. And I think they even touched on it a bit um, when he was going through um, his bit where i just got to the per- part where he loves like tracking some guy using little chicago mm-hmm. he was talking about the fact who used to take him like fucking hours to like prepare to like get into that headspace and he's like yeah since i started teaching molly it takes me like 10 minutes tops yeah like just like getting into that like you know and i think it's part of like learning something as well which is like um it's not enough to like just keep doing it over and over again but you have to like recontextualize what you learn and like to work. I mean, he basically gets to the adage of like he's trying to work smarter, not harder. So. Yeah. And yeah. I like that. I like that a lot from him. So I'm interested to see where else we go in book nine. Uh, we have the return of another antagonist really soon, which was interesting to see. I just got to the part in book nine where they're like, Oh yeah, you remember that fucking high-powered necromancer that he fucking exploded? Yeah, he didn't fucking explode him. Yeah. Uh, he's the, he's gonna be the bad guy for this book, and I'm like, okay, I dig it. I dig a, a recurring villain like that, especially one where it's like clearly he's on a level and in like a similar wavelength where like to beat him, it's going to be back to the thing where like Harry's going to have to learn some fucking new good shit. New shit, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, fucking some new magic-powered shit. Closing in on changes. And... Um, getting there, dude. That book changes everything. It does. I kind of feel... A little bad now that i guess the change already but i mean i guess he butcher did kind of like oh, oh really...
0: you're that's not even the change
1: bro oh uh, that's not even the biggest change no the fact that it becomes the fucking night of the winter is not even like the biggest fucking change
0: um if you if you want to piece together something okay i want you don't have to do this if you don't want to look okay. at the title of the book right after changes
1: right after changes okay and if you really want to like, all right, let me look at. Piece the, together. Let me see if I can, I can piece it together. Uh, books. In, oh, yeah, let's just do books in order. That's fine. Okay, so let's see. Prove it. White Knight is what I'm at. Small favor. Turn changes. Go is Ghost Story, right? Yeah. Okay. Ghost Story. Wow. Okay. I think I can put some stuff together. Maybe not quite yet.
0: This is gonna be a really bad analogy for this, so I don't take it. Don't don't try to do it one for one, because it's not. Mm-hmm. But book from book one to where you're at, it's mm-hmm. just it's Naruto. It's Naruto. Okay. And then um changes forward is Shippuden. Okay. It's not one to one in terms of my, my analogy, but it like I think when you get there, if you ever catch up, I think you would see what I'm saying. Okay, I see – I kind of get what you're saying. Like, tonally, I kind of understand what you're saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. you know, like, Shippuden's, like, never, ever actually happy for Naruto?
1: No. It's always – I mean – I mean, Naruto wasn't really happy. I mean, I mean, I guess the beginning of Naruto is basically after the Sasuke retrieval arc. Naruto's never really yeah. happy. But then
0: but then Naruto ends with Sasuke leaving and the big brouhaha. Yeah. That's changes. Changes is like the end of arc one, if you want to mm-hmm. call it that. I'm sure Butcher has a different way of explaining it.
1: But like, so I guess the thing would be uh, after changes would be the lead up to Pain in something like that. Yeah, because I think that's probably the only truly time that Naruto was happy in his entire life, which is after Pain when he like saves the whole village. Well,
0: we're not there yet in Dresden because. Mm. If pain destroys Konoha, yeah, uh, battleground is that. Okay. It's that that level of magic involved in Chicago.
1: Yeah. Okay. Hence the oh, name yeah. battleground. Yeah, that makes sense. Is that what book is it? Is that the newest That's one? That's the newest one. <laughs> okay.
0: So the rest of the books are basically Naruto trying to figure out how to become Sage Mode. To yeah. get to battleground Dresden, to get to battleground to not immediately get wrecked by every other magic user in, in the world, type, right. type of thing. Not exactly. Yeah. I'm not gonna explain it exactly, but like that's why I always say like by time the time you get to, you're going for. by the time you get to Dresden, the lat- most current book, you can't mm-hmm. re- you can't recognize Harry anymore because he's he's like, he is so much more powerful. Damn. You know, um, because of various things, including speaking to a.
1: Fairy. So, <laughs> Um, it's, uh, Basically the kid from out in the boonies gets like scouted for like a team and it's all about him like trying to make his way into the team and like get to like the fucking pro leagues and shit. Like, you know, basic generic story. I think the thing that I liked about it, which is like it's fucking like turning point of the anime, which happened at like – it was like 12 or 13 or something like that. Um, so the character the whole time is like forward. He like wants to be the greatest forward ever and like he wants to like be the like star of his team and like help everybody out. Um and the coach who scouted him um I don't know if how much I told you about this but like he has the main character has the he has like just like really good like field perception like he's able to like just like as he's playing he's able to like know where everybody is and like being able to like make plays like that um just like knowing the spacing of like everybody's around him like seeing the gaps and all that kind of thing um so the turning point in the series, which I really, really enjoyed and like made me like, like this series even more. I think it's up there with like one of my favorite sports series now because of this, which is like the coach was like, You want to be a forward? Fuck your dream. You're gonna be a fucking fullback now. Uh so he basically like turned his like whole thing around and like put him onto like the defensive uh side of the soccer field and I like it a lot because as somebody as a character like that and I really don't have any experiences so I'm not like a soccer star or anything um but from a character who's like full on defensive mode and seeing them like their perspective switch of like being in defense and like seeing how his power power <laughs> Actually works a lot better for like being on the defensive side of the ball where he's able to seal the, the whole field in front of him and be able to make plays like that. I really just like that arc for that character so far. I think it's a really, really interesting thing. And I really don't feel like – I'm sure it's happened before but I really don't feel like there's too many things where you have a character who's like, this is my fucking shit. I'm going to be the best in the world. And then you have somebody come in and like slap them and be like, fuck no. You're back here. Bitch, get in line. So. Um
0: I'm I i going to take a take a, a gamble here. And yeah. you, you can obviously correct me if I'm wrong. I've mm-hmm. probably read more sports manga than you.
1: I would uh, agree with that wholeheartedly.
0: And I can tell you for a fact I have never seen that
1: before. You've never seen a main I've, character?
0: I have like only that? ever seen main character like, be like, I'm a pitcher. Uh-huh. And then get to a new new school or new place and be like, I'm the best pitcher of where I'm from. And then, and then it starts to not be as good. And yeah. then have to readjust to learn why they, they're they not maximizing their potential. I can't yeah. think of any manga where I've ever, or anime or whatever where they've completely changed uh, position in the team. Yeah. Maybe like <sighs> – no, I can't even think of that because like I was going to say like in Slam Dunk, the main character mm-hmm. just doesn't know how to play basketball. Is just learning how to play basketball. So that's not even – it right. uh, doesn't even apply. Um. So I really don't. I can't. I can't. I could not tell you one where that's yeah. like they. The character knows, knows how as good at a good at a position. Yeah. And clearly has the ability to be better at somewhere else, and they just move them completely. I can't. I
1: can't yeah. tell you any single one. Yeah, and it's it's not even like he's not. And that's the thing that I like about it too is that coach is like he's not a bad because his original position is like the forward, and he's like he's not a bad forward. Like he's able, and especially like. And it comes, the change actually happens after he like they just had a game where he like made the game-winning play like using his ability to like see where everybody's at on the field. He's able to like see where one person was open. He's able to like make a, like a playmaking pass yeah. with that. Um, and so it's interesting that like you have that, and then the guy's like, "Yeah, you're good, but you'll never be the best in the world at this position. Yeah. But you will be the best in the world at." you know, fullback or whatever. Yeah. Like if you go here and play defensive and that's where your ability will really, really shine. So I think that's like some, the very interesting twist. Yeah, I, I'm sure,
0: I'm story. sure there, I, I'm sure there's been like side characters. Yeah. But never like a main character. I can't think of right. one. I've only ever seen it be like, Oh, you won't be the best pitcher in the world, but you are a left-handed pitcher. And yeah. you know what that means? You have these struggles to overcome.
1: <laughs> what? Yeah. I've seen that shit before. Or yeah, it's, or it's like, yeah, it's just like, you know, I want to be blah blah blah, but like my fucking footwork is not that great. Well, right. you gotta fucking go through this fucking training arc where your footwork footwork will be the best in the fucking world.
0: Exactly, exactly. I've never seen it like, oh, you want to be the best? This? Well, guess what? Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you're, you. You're gonna but go play like this tennis mission. now, or yeah, some shit. <laughs> you're gonna play a completely different sport. You know, you're you. so bad. You know what? You're gonna go. When do we get horseback riding? The sports manga.
1: They kind of had that with anime girls.
0: That's not, that's not the same.
1: It's not the it's, same. It's 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 kind of the same.
0: No, it, it, what is legit is actual actual sports manga.
1: I'm interested in that as well. I mean, I'm still waiting on that. I'm waiting on an actual like chess anime. Like, just yeah. in the world of chess. Dude, that would be so high. Like, they clearly won't do theory. it because they have, like, Go, and, like, Go is their version of Dude, chess. Dude, they,
0: no, they'll do chess. If they can do goddamn ballroom dancing, Yeah, they're going to do chess, and that's going to be so high. There was another hyped.
1: one, I think, like, last season. There was, like, another fucking ballroom dancing one. Oh, really? There was another one. They did ice skating already. I want the hockey one. That's what I want. I want some fucking, yeah. like, balls-to-the-wall fucking, like, hockey-like, just fucking, like... Some animation where like two guys are just like fucking beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, what's
0: left besides besides hockey, an actual like long running pro wrestling
1: one? Yeah, like a legit pro wrestling one we haven't really had. Um I don't know, I'm sure there's like some other sport I mean I don't think I've ever seen like the lacrosse anime. I went like fucking
0: um what's it called? Next season shonen jump the hottest manga of the year hell yeah is um curling the manga
1: curling <laughs> and,
0: and, and the manga title is called like uh like heavy sweep or
1: something. oh hell yeah dude. something heavy, like i watch heavy sweep hell yeah
0: and the trailers, like i've been practicing my whole life i'm from hokkaido and fucking sh- 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 and <laughs> you don't get it you can't be the broom i don't know the, i don't know what they're called you can't be the broomer. you gotta be the fucking yeah. stone release guy. You gotta
1: be you know, the fucking stone releaser. Oh my god. Dude, I'd be uh, down for that. That yeah. or, like, some obscure fucking... Well, I'm sure there is one, but, like, I I could see, like, a fencing... Oh, yeah. fencing one. Fencing. Um, What else Basically, is Basically, any
0: track and field one, like, javelin throw.
1: You know what? Honestly, what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for a gi- legit, like, powerlifting show. Oh, where they're dude, just dude. like, all right, we're gonna fucking do... Because they did, like, a gym one already, which was super fun. Yeah um That's but i'm waiting also. for the legit like fucking i fucking get ripped for this shit so i can fucking lift like 500 pounds above my head well that would be powerlifting i mean i'd be olympic weightlifting but uh, okay. powerlifting
0: would be like how many donuts can i eat real quick get this <laughs> get these gains up and then it would be like a how many six months
1: can i chew on real yeah, quick yeah
0: it would be a six month long in in real time training arc for every <laughs> chapter it's just the guy or the girl like deadlifting for like Five reps at like eighty yeah. percent, and then they go home and they eat they eat donuts and eat pizza, and drink beer, <laughs> and yeah. eat their, drink their protein shake. Um, yeah, we down with that. Um, oh. I'm gonna go run through my last two real quick. Okay. Uh, I watched Lady Snowblood, which is a classic uh, mm. Japanese Rick revenge samurai movie. It's seen it a billion times. It's good. It's on HBO Max. I feel like watching something. I feel like watching something that I've seen before that I can kind of put in the background and watch. Mm -hmm. I've only ever seen the first one. I think there's like three or four of them. I've only seen the first one. Um, Mm -hmm. Lady Snowblood. It's good. It's a good time. It's a good. I think it's 60s, maybe. Maybe early 70s. It's it's, a 60s, 70s samurai revenge flick. Um, Okay. Really good movie. And then lastly, um, I started watching Ultraman. Oh hell yeah, dude! Because I wanted to prepare for Shin Ultraman to come hell out, yeah. whenever the fuck it comes out. And I've oh. said this a thousand times before. Mm hmm. I always reiterate this in the pod. I am not an Ultraman fan. Yes. Um,
1: I, I just You're never... not a fan of kaiju get big.
0: I mean, not really. It's my least favorite part about Sentai. Yeah. Um. I I really am a Common Rider specific fan. I enjoy Super. San- I've seen a lot of Super Sentai. San- seen a lot of Power Rangers. Obviously, I've seen Garo. Big mm-hmm. fan of Garo. Love Common Rider. Um uh, mm-hmm. Ultraman is my definitely my. Of even like the metal heroes, so like B Fighter, mm-hmm. um, fucking Gavin Sheridan uh, Scheider. I've seen all the other things that are more like Common Rider basically. Right. Um, so like the stuff that is clearly made by. The guy who made who helped work on Godzilla, I don't like as much because I, I don't really give yeah. a fuck about Godzilla. But I'm um, watching Ultraman, the original series, and I I know enough about Ultraman to kind of get the general idea. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm watching the the show, and I I've learned that it's not even really always about Ultraman. It's like mm-hmm. also about the whole team, like the science okay. team, and it kind of reminds me of like Star Trek. Huh. Like it's about like these weird things that happen. It's almost like Star Trek, at least from where I'm at. I'm very early on in the show, uh-huh. and by nature of that, by of that, I don't like it because I like Henshin and go go baby, and I right. want to see dude in suit kick dude in the face. Right. Um, but as I I'm feeling that way, and I'm I'm watching episodes, and I'm 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 slowly enjoying it, but. It's mm-hmm. it's weird having to go back to an old show like that because the pacing is just different. But mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll counteract this. I'll watch an episode of Ultraman and I'll watch an episode of, of, of original Common Rider, which I fucking love. Okay. I watched the episode of the original Kamen Rider and I realized I, I, after a certain point, I ended up watching like fifteen episodes of Common Rider and only watched mm-hmm. two episodes of Ultraman because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so much more into Kamen Rider. Which I'm like, perfect. It's fine because now I'm, I'm preparing for Shin Common Rider. It's okay. It's all You're good. just not gonna it, like it as it, much. It all works oh, out. Oh yeah, no
1: Shin Kamen Rider. Yeah. It
0: all works out. I'll watch it's like Shin Fred Ultraman. he's doing
1: both. He's doing Kamen Rider and Ultraman. I don't
0: think he di- I don't think he directed Shin Ultraman. I think he just produced it. Oh uh, okay. But I know he direct. He's directing. I know Shin he's Ultraman, directing Shin Common Rider. Rider. Sure, yeah. Um, which just makes me want to rewatch the show Blue Blaze, which mm. I think you should watch. Um really? you can find it on uh Nia probably yeah it's it's a manga I've never found the manga anywhere, but it's, there's a live action version of the show that came out in like two thousand and nine or something. I can't remember for sure, but it's so fucking funny. it's a biographical like high end biographical comedy show about mm. a bunch of college kids in art school. Mm-hmm. And it's about a manga who made the mangas, about his life at art school. But his classmate is Ono. Oh yeah. And they just like make the character so fucking. He makes him. He's so weird. And it's cl- clearly they're friends in real life. Yeah. Because the way that he portrays Hideki Ono is so like what you and I would expect him to be. Yeah. Where like there's like a scene where there's a girl there trying to talk to talk to other one of the characters, mm-hmm. but it's but Gundam's coming on or something like that. Either Gundam or Ultraman. It's been a long time since I've seen the show. One of the shows is coming on, whether it's Conrad or Ultraman or it's an anime nerdy show. And right. the girl's like trying to be like cute or whatever. He's like, stop talking. <laughs> Gundam's coming on or something like that. Um, It's, it's a really, really funny show um, okay. about kids in art school. And basically the main character of the show, who is the mangaka is mm-hmm. trying to like, he, he, he's, he thinks he's the best and they're playing it up for the sake of the show obviously that's that's the bit like it's right in real life he probably didn't act like he was the best he but in the manga it's like the it's funny for him to think that he's so egotistical. he's the best i'm i can't do anything wrong but then he like sees anno's first thing goes holy shit (laughs) this guy is good you know and it's like him like competing with him and at least in the first part of the show. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen the whole show, but it makes me want to rewatch because I, I remember watching it when I was in high school or, um, and not even having ever cared about Hideki know, or is that, That's his name, right? Yeah, that's him. Not ever actually caring about it, but like really enjoying that that's what I would expect that guy to look like or to act oh, yeah. like. Um, let, me, let me see real quick if I can just find something on YouTube real fast. Um, that's so funny. Um Here we go, here's a scene. You send almost send it to you in the chat.
1: Oh
0: yeah, tell me. Actually you know what? Yeah, that one's really good though. But Oh they they watch Cyborg Zero Zero Nine too. That's what it is.
1: I want to watch. Start watching Cyborg zero zero nine. If you like,
0: it Com- looks really- if you like, Karma Rider, baby. Is it same guy? Interesting. Master of the, of the of the master of the superhero hero team. Watch the second one. You can just skip a little bit to skip to like uh, chapter thirty seconds and the, to the second clip. It's like episode sec- episode one, yeah. You can just see the main character who thinks he's good, and he reacts to uh, oh yeah? flip book, and it's it's really fucking funny. And the fact that he's like the main character always wears this like black T shirt like with like flames on it, like like <laughs> like his co- his anime costume.
1: He <laughs> fucking turns into a flip book.
0: Oh my god. It's it's a really funny, really funny show.
1: Damn yeah, I need to watch that. That looks really funny.
0: And it's not long and they it's it's a, it's a it's a really funny show because to me, like, at least from again from ten year old memory or whatever, fifteen year old memory, however long it's been, like it the what they're what the what shows that they're referencing are shows mm-hmm. that I would like I like. Like I like Common Rider, I like Gundam. Yeah. I like so these shows are things that they they're inspired by. So mm-hmm. knowing that like having this extra thing of like Okay, so in this anime-manga live-action show, Anno is clearly a fan of Kamen Rider. He's a fan of Soundboard 009. He's a fan of Gundam. I right. would like this guy. Like, I would like this dude. We like the same things. Yeah. To now hearing that he's making Kamen Rider mm-hmm. makes me go, like, of course he is. I know he likes Kamen Rider because I've seen this this random fucking fictional, fictional show from 2000-whatever. Yeah. I know he likes Kamen Rider. So it's going to be mm-hmm. great. It's gonna He's going to respect it. Yeah. You know? And I heard that Ultraman was, was the same.
1: Yeah. I know that I, I haven't watched the show obviously, but I know that he's done a bunch of different interviews before where, I mean, I think I, I know that I've read before that he said some of his main inspiration for like doing like Evangelion was like, it was cause he liked shows like Gundam and he liked shows like uh, Ultraman and Common Rider and all these other different type of shows. And like, um, I know that, that, Part of him doing Shin Godzilla and like doing all these other shows is yeah, because he just loves these properties. Yeah. He must be able to like do something with them. So.
0: Well, he's clearly a Tokusatsu fan. So like I'm like everyone else, and yeah. probably not, in Japan probably, but like
1: yeah, as a place where Tokusatsu is not huge, it's it's an extra, you know,
0: whatever. But yeah, but that's it, man. That's all I checked out, man.
1: Yeah, I mean that's really all I checked out. I mean the only other thing I think we talked about it on the show before too, so I don't really feel like going into it too much, but uh I did. Uh read Don to Don. Um, um and that's just fun. I mean I haven't I don't think too many more chapters have come out come out since the last time I talked about it. Cause it was like uh I think I talked about it only a couple weeks ago and they had like Japan had their holiday break for or Shonen Jump had like their holiday break, so like oh, okay. um so that has been a new chapter uh until today. Okay. Um but uh but yeah, it's fun, you know. It's fucking aliens and supernatural shit. It's like all just like mixed and molded together. It's clearly somebody who likes like that sort of like urban fantasy but also like the uh, – like sci-fi shit with like aliens abduction. And like it feels like – it's also one of those things where it feels like mixing together like sci-fi and like supernatural horror like shouldn't work well together. But for some reason it does. Like all this stuff is happening at the same time. I'm like, yeah, of course it is. Bring it on. Give me <laughs> yeah, more.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So As long as they can manage it well, you know. yeah. Well, hey, guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you back next week with more Check the Vending Machines
1: as we end summer. Woo! Hags. Hags.